Good morning, it's Monday, the 20th day of March. Here's your local news from the News Tribune. You can get all the news that didn't make today's paper in our e-edition product. Tacoma now offers the latest stories with the familiar look of the News Tribune but without the deadlines. Check it out at liveeedition.thenewstribune.com. Monday is expected to be cloudy with showers and high temperatures in the low 50s. Overnight lows will fall into the low 40s. Now on with today's top stories. Despite Tacoma's challenges, Mayor Victoria Woodard said she believes the city can navigate through them in her annual State of the City address Thursday night at Mount Tahoma High School. Woodards, who became mayor in 2018, spoke to the theme, Building Tomorrow Together. In her address, she focused on safety, housing and homelessness, the city's response to climate change and the economy. The mayor acknowledged that Tacoma residents don't feel safe in the city. Tacoma recorded its highest number of homicides on record in 2022. Woodard said the level of violence is unacceptable and must stop. She said the city cannot give up. She outlined some programs to address crime and safety that the city already has in place, like Vision Zero, which aims to eliminate traffic fatalities and serious injuries, and safe routes to school. Tacoma Police's Violence Crime Reduction Plan will enter into Phase 2, dubbed Problem-Oriented Place-Based Policing, in the coming weeks, she said. The phase involves blight abatement and disrupting crime networks. Two familiar buildings in Tacoma are up for sale, with one of them on the local historic register. The One Pacific Building, 621 Pacific Avenue, across from Old City Hall, and the Armor Building, 101 East 26th Street, across from Brown and Haley, are being offered for $7.65 million and $3.96 million, respectively. The One Pacific Building and the Railroad were at the heart of Tacoma establishing itself as a city. Northern Pacific chose Tacoma as its western terminus in 1873, growing into a metropolis of about 30,000 residents by 1890. The Armour Building comes with an adjacent parking lot, while One Pacific has a shared parking arrangement with the city under the overpass. Barbie Leffert Pademski and her husband, Ben, are selling the properties, years after after acquiring the Armour Building in 2004 and One Pacific in 2005. She told the News Tribune on Thursday, quote, I go from the Armour Building to the downtown where the One Pacific building is. And that's pretty much my route. And it's just the most wonderful area. End quote. A man was shot and killed late Friday night at a residential intersection in Tacoma's McKinley Hill neighborhood, according to police. His age has not yet been confirmed, said Tacoma police spokesperson Wendy Haddo. Multiple neighbors near the intersection of South 32nd and East F Streets called South Sound 911 around 11 p.m. on March 17. They reported hearing multiple gunshots and believed a man, lying in the street, had been shot. The victim had been shot multiple times, Haddo confirmed. The St. Patrick's Day homicide was the city's eighth so far this year. Two more have been killed in Pierce County near Puyallup and Graham. Walkers along Tacoma's Ruston Way and sunbathers at Titlow Beach have seen them for decades, pilings, the aquatic cousins of telephone poles. Once used to support wharves and piers, many of the abandoned logs are infused with the wood preservative creosote. Creosote is now banned for aquatic use, and for good reason, say those who study the chemical and how it adversely affects marine organisms. Until now, the state has been slow to remove abandoned and polluted pilings due to lack of funding and authority. But that could all change if a bill making its way through the state legislature is passed and signed by Governor Jay Inslee. It authorizes a new program to accelerate the Department of Natural Resources, DNR, cleanup programs with $21 million in funding for six years. The state already has an aquatic resources restoration program primarily focused on Puget Sound but the new bill will boost the budget and expand the program to places like Nia Bay and the lower Columbia River. 
Three people in their 20s died Saturday morning in Puyallup after the car they were in rolled through a dead-end street and caught on fire in a nearby yard, according to police. The accident occurred around 5 a.m. on March 18. The vehicle definitely hit at least one tree, said Jason Visna, spokesperson for the Puyallup Police Department, and came to a stop on its side in the yard of a house with an address in the 300 block of 19th Avenue Southeast. It did not appear to have stopped after colliding with another object. It was unclear when the vehicle caught fire, but a neighbor who lives near the scene of the crash emailed the News Tribune and said he saw it start after the car stopped moving. After emergency crews subdued the blaze, they discovered the driver and two passengers in the vehicle had died. The victims were a 24-year-old female and two males, 24 and 27 years old. A group in Enumclaw hopes to increase the number of pickleball courts available. The Enumclaw Pickleball Association has a proposal to construct a 12-court indoor pickleball facility with parking in Buckley. The project is estimated to cost around $2 million, and the facility is expected to be between 1.5 to 2 acres. The facility would be gifted to the city after construction, according to a notice on the city's website. It would be supervised by the Parks and Recreation Department. It is anticipated to generate additional revenue for the city, according to the notice. The Buckley City Council is scheduled to approve or reject a partnership with the Pickleball Association, as well as a location for the facility, on March 28 or April 11 during the council meeting. On Monday the Lakewood City Council is expected to approve two ordinances banning the use and disposal of dangerous drugs in public and overnight camping on public property. Violating either ordinance would result in a misdemeanor, punishable by a maximum sentence of 90 days in jail and or a fine of up to $1,000. According to city documents, the council is expected to approve several amendments to the Lakewood Municipal Code that will make it unlawful for any person to intentionally use a dangerous drug in public or dispose of drugs or drug paraphernalia on the ground or into any body of water. A dangerous drug refers to any controlled substance classified as Schedule 1, 2, 3 or 4 drugs, including methamphetamine, heroin and fentanyl. The amended ordinance excludes cannabis, although cannabis use is still prohibited in public under Washington law. The ordinance would take effect 30 days after it is approved. In a letter sent to the Lakewood Mayor and City Council on March 13, Assistant City Attorney Samantha Johnson said a legislative amendment following the 2021 Washington State Supreme Court decision State v. Blake prohibits law enforcement from arresting or citing someone for unlawful possession of a controlled substance until the offender has twice been diverted to voluntary social services. Local reporting is the heart of the free press. Help support it with a digital or print subscription to the News Tribune. Visit TNT offers for more information.